Welcome to Sports Mad Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past two weeks, we've had five posts on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. In the first post, we summarized the study where the authors found that the incidence of non-sports-related concussions was greater than sports-related concussions among undergraduate students at a public university in the United States. In the second post, we reported on a study where the authors concluded that a 15-minute school-based neuromuscular training warm-up program led to 46% fewer injuries among female junior high students than students given a standard warm-up during a physical education class. In the third post, we described a study where the authors reported that on average, a younger or female adolescent athlete may take three to four days longer than their peers to be cleared to return to light aerobic exercise after a concussion. Then in the fourth post, we highlighted the position statement from Sports Dietitian Australia on nutrition for exercise in hot environments. And finally, in the last post, we reported on a study where the authors concluded that music interventions may reduce a patient's perceived pain intensity after orthopedic surgery. If we take a closer look at that third post, we find that the authors went back and looked at data from 726 athletes that sustained a concussion between 2010 to 2012 to determine their recovery timeline. Athletic trainers from the 57 participating high schools assessed all reported concussions using standard concussion management protocol. The authors evaluated days spent within each of the following seven steps to the return to play progression. First, complete cognitive rest. Second, full return to school. Third, light aerobic exercise. Four, a running progression program. Five, non-contact training drills and weight training. Six, full contact practice or training. And finally, seven, return to game. Athletic trainers from the participating schools evaluated and reported on over 1,800 athletes with concussions. However, the authors excluded over 50% of the athletes because of incomplete reports on the dates of each recovery step. Overall, the 726 athletes recovered in about 20 days. Females took about three days longer to recover from a concussion compared to males. Over half the recovery time was spent in the first three steps which took about two weeks. Specifically, the transition from return to school to light exercise took the longest among the transitions between steps. Younger athletes also took four days longer to start light aerobic activity compared to 17-year-olds. This led to younger athletes taking about four days longer to return to play compared to the older students. The authors of this study were the first to break down the average length of time it takes an athlete to complete each step during a concussion recovery progression. Clinicians could add these averages into concussion education presentations to raise awareness about what a normal recovery is. 
but with a reminder that each patient may recover faster or slower than the average. Reminding people that the average recovery is not what everyone experiences could decrease anxiety about their return to play. The longest step, with the most variability, was after return to school while waiting to be cleared for light aerobic exercise. Hence, we need more specific return to school concussion management protocols. For example, the explanation of how to educate and deliver school modifications after a concussion. Furthermore, recent research suggests that early sub-symptom aerobic exercise may speed up recovery. Therefore, a patient could start aerobic exercise before symptom resolution. This suggests that if athletic trainers implement aerobic exercise before symptom resolution, their progression to step four could be earlier and lead to quicker return to play. Additionally, the authors found that younger athletes take longer to recover. This actually complements a recent study from the NCAA Care Consortium study that found that collegiate athletes recovered in 16 days, which is similar to the 17-year-olds in this new study. Therefore, clinicians need to account for age during the recovery phase, and more studies should consider other factors that may play a role in prolonged recovery for younger athletes. It is important to note, though, that these changes may not be just physiological. Medical professionals may need to consider if they are more conservative when clearing a younger patient and if females may be more truthful than males when disclosing symptoms, which could lead to longer times to return to play. Currently, athletic trainers should be aware of this concussion recovery timeline and ensure they have a sound return-to-school concussion management plan and should educate athletes, parents, teachers, and administrators as well as coaches regarding the stages and what needs to occur at those stages for safe return to play. Furthermore, this timeline can help patients, parents, and coaches have appropriate expectations about the recovery. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post was an article where the authors concluded that women comprise a minority of team physicians in select NCAA Division I collegiate and professional sports organizations. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CEUs, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses that are available through the Human Kinetics website. We'll have links to our summaries and the courses and the article on our new website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one.